1: news and market commentary here's rob black on the bay area's business leader 1220 kdow
2: okay trying to be honest with you not a quick start to the day it's a little unsettling it's a little upsetting 10-year treasury bond is telling me something. We're back under 1.5. We're at 1.45% on the 10-year treasury. That means people are so... The more people jump into that trade, the lower that yield goes. And a lot of people are jumping into that trade. It shows you there's fear. We don't want to be in the stock market or the bond market. And we'll accept that as, like, the lowest that, – that we'll accept that because it's U.S. government bond. Gold is up today. So 10-year treasury lower, gold higher, and suddenly you're like, what's going on here? It's like you're starting to figure out, like, there's a – is there a surprise party for me that I didn't well, – wait, yeah, I don't want the stock market to fall on me. So 10-year treasury – uh, pushing towards an all-time low, of about 1.36 back in July of 2016. Keep in mind, the lower that 10-year Treasury goes, um, the better for mortgage rates typically. But it also shows you fear of the economy. S&P 500, Nasdaq hit record highs earlier this week, so we can't really say that like this is really Rob. You're you're st- talking about a 10-year Treasury. Get a hold of yourself, man. It's not like a horror movie. Maybe it's a little bit like a horror movie. Um, The market's pulled back a tad. You The big question right now is, who's going to blink first? Is it going to be the stock market that drops big, more than 5%, like let's say 10 or 15? Will it be the treasury market or will it be the gold market? Because right now, gold's going higher gold finger oh and also another uh, negative of the morning is the dollar is pushing higher three year high on the dollar and you're saying why is that bad well it's telling you that the world is a little bit worried of other currencies so they're hiding in ours and what would that worry be coronavirus some investors think the coronavirus is going to become more widespread and more pronounced and have a bigger hit to economic uh, issues when corporate reporting season in about 60 days. Um, yeah, so some other stories of news um, overcrowded, overvalued stocks are a big story right now overcrowded, Um, too many people are owning it, overvalued. Um, It's not worth gold, but it's worth silver. It's not worth 15 times earnings, but it's worth 10 times earnings. And then you also got overbought, where um, I think there's something to be said that as more 401ks come online in the world, as trades become freer, more people buy stock. I've got a friend who is a traffic person and she was stoked that there's an app called Cash that lets you buy stocks with no transaction costs. And so she's like, yeah, I bought one share of Microsoft and one share of, um, it was pretty cute. So, I don't know. You may even be able to buy fractions of shares with that company. But it's overcrowded because people like her started to buy stuff on kind of a cute level. And a lot of names that are overvalued, overbought, overcrowded, Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet, Amazon. And when there is a rush for the doors, there tends to be like whoosh, kind of a roller coaster kind of fall instead of a nice, slow, and gradual. We've also had that overbought, overcrowded, overvalued trade coupled with, we've seen some stocks that make me nervous. Tesla's parabolic, Virgin Galactic parabolic. So the euphoria surrounding those names can get you even more crowding if you get where I'm going at. People don't want to miss it. S&P is moving lower today, as is the NASDAQ, as is the Dow. Again, to me, the growing number of cases outside of China on coronavirus, namely in South Korea and Japan, which is a big worry about a pandemic, that's still a little bit of a simmer underneath the stew right now on the stock market. John Deere, John Deere, sounds like a man's name, like your uncle John Deere was a cow killer. John Deere uh, earnings popped 8% strong earnings. That's an interesting one because it's a lot of farming equipment. And you would think that with the whole China world slowdown, that maybe, maybe not. Dropbox up 16%. They're a cloud file storage company, better than expected numbers. Um, revenue of about $446 million. Dropbox is one of those companies, and box, I don't know if they need to be independent. It feels like they should be a division of Salesforce.com or Google. But I could be wrong. There's a city analyst today from Citibank, David Ballad. He's saying that investors could get burned in a rush to safety due to a coronavirus concerns. Gold, treasuries, utility stocks, and growth stocks actually are going to turn out to be dangerous places in the market. When we get uh, over the hump on the coronavirus, we think those are going to be the places where the market is overvalued and we'll actually see reversals. Huh. It's kind of nice to see someone be negative. You don't want everyone being positive. It it goes back to – I once gave a speech to an investor's club, and it was kind of cute because it was a – group of all women. And uh, you can tell that they, they watched my TV show and I think they were kind of retirees and they like to get together once a month for wine but they were buying and selling stocks as part of their get together. course they had fabulous wine being up in Napa. Uh, so when they invited, I'm like, I'm in. I went up and I talked and uh, what was interesting is I met all the ladies. One of the people that I met was this cranky old lady you know, like, I, I don't like anything. I don't like anything. She was the best person in the group, I thought, because back then, this was early 2000, and, um, you know, people still wanted to own the next Yahoo, the next com, The next, they wanted to, like, they didn't mind that they've seen a couple of them blow up. They were ready for that suicide Bomb! Give me the bomb! Give me the ball! I'm going for the touchdown. You're not going to make it. There's 15 linebackers in between you and uh, the goal. The cranky old lady was the best because when you would say you know a name like Amazon, she go I I I like going to bookstores. I don't like books being delivered. Now she may have been totally wrong on that, but you get the idea. You kind of want some negativity. You don't want everyone in love with the stocks or the stock market. Anyway. Rough start to the day, rough end of the week. Fridays are not friendly on Wall Street right now. Fears of what's going to happen with the coronavirus. News coming out of the weekend. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
1: Kids screaming in the cradles, profanities. I see the through eyes covered in pink and bleach. Cross out the ones who cries and watch me weep. I love that everything. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
2: KDOW. But that's all right. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Sometime this year, I'm going to start moving towards another form of distribution to include radio, but a little bit more YouTube maybe, a little more cast, something along those lines. Get in touch with me at robblackshow.com to learn more as I c- continue to do a couple new ventures here and there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Uh, Warren Buffett is the granddaddy of investing. He's lived a long time. And when I was a young man in my 20s, I wanted to beat Warren Buffett. I wanted to be the best investor. I wanted to kick his hiney. His took Um... Sometimes you learn, like, I'm going to be smarter than him. And you're like, you're a spitfire, right? And then you're just humbled. He's the same old boring guy he's always been. He likes to buy value. He likes to buy stocks. He likes to hold them. So Walmart is an early standout in something that's called boppisoning or Groupus. Bopusing is buy online, pick up in store. I hope it doesn't catch on as far as a play. Bopus B O P U S buy online, purchase, pick up in store. So Walmart was pretty strong in this and Warren Buffett picked up Kroger recently. Kroger is one of those grocery stores that had very heavy presence on the East Coast. Pretty dominant. It's a dominant grocery store in America. But grocery stores tend not to have a lot of wiggle room. So if they're getting a loaf of bread for $1.50, they have to sell it for $2 pretty darn fast. Otherwise, it's not worth much. There's not a lot of profit margins in food. Very competitive. I think Safeway once said they got about a 2% margin margin. That's not a lot of room for error. So Berkshire Berkshire Hathaway, one of Warren Buffett's companies, or the Warren Buffett company, and he holds other companies inside of it. He has a holding company called Berkshire Hathaway, and you can buy shares of it, and I I think it makes a lovely investment because what the collection of stocks he's put together is a great cash flow generating machine. But Kroger, ticker symbol KR, Warren Buffett threw down about 600 million roughly to get 2% share, 2.3% ownership of it. And the digital sales are growing at 21% year over year. So, Bopacine is coming to this company that was very slow to Bopus. Kroger goes for less than 13 times earnings in a market that goes for about 18. A 45% discount to Walmart. Kroger's selling at a 45% discount to Walmart. One of the lessons that I don't hit on enough is that I don't care that you want to buy a, a stock because you like the story, but I want you to say, I like the story. I like the revenues. I like the earnings. I like the CEO. I like the value compared to another company. That's the rub. <clears throat> we know that we're supposed to compare, you know, AMD with. NVIDIA and Intel. You can can compare by how many chips are sold, what the margins are, the revenues, the earnings, the market cap, the ranges that it's traded in after earnings, the ranges that it's traded in over a five-year period. Wall Street's all about comparing, in my opinion. Again it's all the various things he actually named everything ever mentioned. So when when Warren Buffett says that Kroger looks interesting to him, it starts to look interesting to me. Um, I go back to some of my notes and back in May of 2018 there's a, you know, a, a nice piece on Kroger. And some of the how, how the, some of the top markets in the Midwest had gone bankrupt. Some of the southeastern grocers, some of the northeastern grocers. And the ones that typically are left standing are Kroger. It is the number one or number two position in about ninety percent of its markets. More than a quarter of its revenue comes from private label goods, which you know if you ever go into um, a grocery store and you see like the Safeway Signature or the Three Sixty Five brand from you know Whole Foods, that's good money. So when you sell a can of corn. And it's Signature or, you know, Home Foods 365 brand. They're not doing any marketing on that per se. Whereas like a Hunt's tomato sauce, the Hunt's, they go out and they spend money on it. On marketing it and branding it. Very, very interesting. So Kroger's number one and number two in 90% of the markets they serve. So I kind of get what's, you know, Warren Buffett's looking for. They also had a partnership with Microsoft to outfit their store's with digital shelf displays, which will allow for new revenue from advertising and video analytics to aid in production. Kroger and Walgreens Boot Alliance are doing business within each other's stores. A partner called Okada is building automated warehouses for online order fulfillment. Kroger is even trying out driverless delivery vehicles in Houston. So I get... What Warren Buffett's thinking there's enough inner construction that the company could have a, a little bit of a spark and it can be a great move because when you're cheaper than the market and people are looking for things that are that don't have coronavirus exposure, grocery stores in the United States typically don't. Now, again, I haven't thought that one through, but um, for traditional grocers right now, <clears throat> their share of your your food is think of it as a pie, (laughs) right? Um, Their share is actually getting smaller. So supermarkets have to fight with convenience shops, wholesale clubs, dollar stores, online delivery. And most of the growth right now in food is in e-commerce. So it looks like that is why Warren Buffett picked up Kroger, ticker symbol KR, I like I like analyzing what he does, or I like trying to. <clears throat> Warren Buffett has a ton of cash, and he's had very little success recently in deploying it. He's, he's having his annual meeting right now, and he kind of tells us everything that's on his mind. His last big takeover was $37.2 billion for precision cast parts over three years ago. Um... Berkshire Hathaway does some buybacks, but they've got about $128 billion in cash. So when they buy a company like a Kroger or buy into, you're trying to see where they're finding value. And it's telling you, you should go hunt over here. If you're a dog smelling truffles, they tend to get to the truffles first, but there's good business in getting there second. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. A lot of good downloads there. Check it out.
1: Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at RobBlack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 800?
0: 516
2: 1220. Teach calls on the air. South Korea is in the news and the coronavirus is pretty nasty I don't think I'm the flu kind of sneaks up on the weak. the coronavirus can drag down the strong now South Korea has accepted that its efforts to stop the coronavirus from infecting the country failed it's something out of a bad movie when you see hey, we believe a wet market in China is the place where it started. You're like, okay, let's see. Let's take a look at the map. Okay, right next to China is North Korea, and right next to China is Japan. We should be a little bit careful when right next to North Korea is South Korea. So South Korea is um, saying that their number of reported cases is now up to 156. You can't say it's a hotbed compared to China. Um, I don't think that's fair, but again, I don't know. The government's urged the two and a half million people in a city called Degu to stay in their homes, and they've banned some public gatherings. So I think my fear has always been that at some point in time it gets into like North Korea would be a big problem because they don't have the medicines to fight it, they don't have the infrastructure. So South Korea Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported 52 new cases on Friday and 53 new cases on Thursday. Um, Again, we're not out of this. We're not in the woods until at least two or three weeks without any words on new infections, right? And then every now and then you hear these weird stories like the cruise ship that said, oh, we don't have anyone with the virus. Really did have 150 people plus with the virus and... The country that finally let them in made a huge mistake. And people, you know, when they were stuck on a boat for 20 days or whatever it was, they're like, I want out of here. And they got on planes and they probably got people sick. It is what it is, right? <laughs> or it's not what it is. Gwyneth Paltrow is in the news. And again, like with the whole millennial things, um, finding. Understanding that celebrity marketing is unbelievably powerful. Kylie Jenner, um, her Instagram, you know, she just post one lipstick. If she were to say, this is my, I like Hot Cheetos lip balm. Hot Cheetos lip balm would sell out. She goes, you know, when you're kissing at someone special, that Cheetos lip balm makes things really heat up. And as dumb as it is, we're like, okay, that's what we're being well marketed to. We appreciate that. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is kind of someone that is a marketer, right? She invited several celebrity friends over for a no-makeup party. Guests included Kate Hudson, Demi Moore, Rachel Zoe, Alexandra Grant. Uh, She's the artist who happens to be dating Keanu Reeves, and she's gray. And people are like, wait, why is Keanu Reeves not dating an 18-year-old girl? Why is he not pulling a Leo DiCaprio? And because there's a thing about you know looking good with no makeup. I don't know. Is that a good trend? Is it a bad trend? Uh, I'll say this: that the pictures that came out of Gwyneth Paltrow's party, Gwyneth looks pretty good with no makeup. So, but again, is it a trend yet? Is it a celebrity marketer? I don't trust celebrity marketing. It's I don't know. <laughs> There's one guy in the financial industry that I, I, you know, 60 minutes did an investigation, Robert Kiyosaki, and basically said his classes are not always going to help you. They didn't go much further than that, but they, they, they went that far. And I, I have problems with gurus, so to say the least. 30 year treasury drops an all time low of 1.89, that 10 year treasury. 1.45 that's the big story of the day you can get through a day and say oh we were close to all-time highs you can get through the day and say well it didn't get out of control you know uh no one died you know don't stay in one-story buildings you can do that for sure but it, it, to me the interesting part of today is uh the 10-year treasury that that's pretty telling Um, The stock market's just recently hitting all-time highs. I'm not all that stressed by a little bit of a pullback for that 10-year treasury saying something bad's going to happen or we think, money thinks, something bad's going to happen. It's worthy of note. So existing home sales, this is an important one. There's economic data that I want you to be worried about and there's economic data that I want you to gloss over. Inflation, for instance, is one that I'm like, Yes, I want you to look at it. Yes, I want you to kind of know that typically you're looking for the word moderate. You know, if you hear the word hyperinflation, not good. If you hear deflation, not good. That means there's no inflation if it starts to get to the point where they're cutting prices. But home sales fell in the month of January. National Association of Realtors said existing home sales declined 1.3% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.46 million units. Existing home sales make up about 90% of the housing sales. And they surged about 9.6% year over year in January. Building permits um, should ease at this point in time. Um, at January sales pace on existing homes it would take about 3.1 months to exhaust the inventory so it's a very hot market um, to give you a little bit of perspective it, when you put your house on the market how many days does it sit there the longer the more stressed you are because you, you're you like I want to move I want to move on I want to get rid of this house and get another house I can't get another house I get this house sold and juggling the buying of one while you're selling the other Um, so the days uh, on the market are important and this is where some realtors do some stuff that I don't like they'll take it off the market for like if it's been on the market for like a year I saw one house once in Lafayette that had a power utility like really really on the side of the house like you could open up your window put your tongue on a power utility and and shock yourself it was that close and it was big it was on the they don't show you the pictures of course so when you go to see them, you're like, why is the price so low? Let's take a look. Maybe maybe this is the value that I always, you know, I'm going to get it. And no one else wanted it for a whole year. So you go to see it and you see the power thing and you're like, oh, I suffered. And then you learn like the realtor took it off the market for a month so they could put it back on the market and say it's only been on the market for zero days instead of 180 days. <coughs> Tricky. Tricky realtors. I'm on to you. To get your calls on the air. Delta Airlines is in the space race. I know you're saying Delta. Oh boy, they promise to take passengers as high as seven miles above the Earth's surface. That's not fifty five or so. That's not the fifty five miles that Virgin Galactic will achieve and give you a few minutes of weightlessness. But that's going to cut you, you know, two hundred thousand dollars of a check, minimum. Delta will take you to Disney World and back for $300. Uh, Are you with me? Um, Delta's also got a nice dividend yield. I I fall into like that, I, I just don't like airlines. So, I hope you have sectors that you like and dislike, but you know, do I think it's important to own transports? I do. So I'd rather own it in an index than, I'd rather, honestly. You know what I like in transports? Trains. Planes have some competition. Trains, I feel, have no competition. And they're the ones who are bringing, you know, comes from Asia. Well, take that big crate and put it on a train. The thing also I like about trains is, is the movie Convoy. Smoking the Bandit. I know you're saying, what are you talking about? There was a fascination with CB radios that every kid had for maybe a minute. But I like trucks because I like trains. Um, trucks are okay. I'm not against trucks. That's a tough business. But the problem with trucks is that there's a really high cost of labor. And in the end, one truck driver can take maybe two of those big uh, rigs behind them. But when you start getting to three, then like you're like, that's looks dangerous, Jane. We should get in the other lane. The trains. You have one at the front and you have one car behind you of goods. No, two cars. No, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and you can get up to a hundred. So I like that business model just a little bit more. And then, you know, it's not like you could, you can't shop around too much for the train companies. <clears throat> There's not that, you, you can shop them against trucks. But so I, I'm not a Delta Airlines kind of guy, is what I'm getting at. So I, I think that was a long way to get there, but I'm okay with that. 800, 516, 1220 calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Bonds climb with 10 year treasury yields nearing their lows. That is concerning. That's telling you where there's smoke, there's fire. Weakness in the cyclical sectors today, real estate, utilities, and consumer staples, the ones that should be doing well are not. So the losses are accelerating amidst coronavirus worries as well as overvaluation concerns on Wall Street. This is not enough to knock over the pot yet, but it's starting to look like there's a little bit of stress here. We just hit all-time record highs last week. Getting some conflicting messages, right? For that 10-year treasury, that's an alarm, 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 that you just keep hearing in the back of your head. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Check me out at newfocusfinancial.com. We'll all your tears
0: will dry.
1: Visit Rob Black online at RobBlack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM
2: 1220, KDOW. Welcome back in. A little bit of breaking news. It's a tough day on the markets. It may be the kind of day that you just say, hey, it's Friday, I'm going home, I'm taking my football. See you on Monday. There's some issues out there. Existing home sales fell in January. That's not great news. Then you get into what analyst is coming out and saying, like, there's going to be a pullback. And it doesn't matter who the analyst is. It starts getting in your head. I want to do this as well as I can. The 10-year treasury, to me, says our economy's fundamentals should be struggling. Historically, it's, it's something I learned a long time ago, was the 10-year treasury, when it's under 3.5%, you buy stocks. And when it's over 3.5%, you buy bonds. Uh, it's, maybe it's not as good of an indicator as it used to be. But if you take a look at last 20 years, as interest rates were moving lower, the stocks were moving higher. That's been a pretty darn good 20-year period. Lawrence Kudlow is addressing exactly what I'm th- worried about today. 30-year treasury fell to an all-time low on what the government's willing to give you. If you give them your cash, they will give you 1.9% back over the years. It's not enough. So keep in mind, inflation is somewhere between 2 to 4%, so when it's yielding less than That's telling you anemic returns compared to keeping up with inflation. So Lawrence Kudlow, Larry Kudlow and I know some stories about him and I'm going to try to always take the high road from here on in because when I'm honest with you and I tell you some of the negatives he didn't have a very colorful he had a very colorful past as an economist when he worked on Wall Street as he's aged I'm assuming he's got into the act together but it was a little bumpy there in the 80s. So Kudlow is saying, I think that the 10-year Treasury and the 30-year Treasury really are not reflecting how strong our economy is, because when they when they yield so little, they should be reflecting people are willing. They, the economy stinks. People are willing to take that. So it doesn't assure me, reassure me. Because, again, it's been such a true indicator for such a long time. Iran. We talked a little bit earlier today about South Korea letting people know that coronavirus is kind of gaining a little momentum there. Or it's more than we thought. Uh, We're starting to see it in Iran, too. Iran has confirmed four deaths as uh, officials are acknowledging the breakout. So Iran's confirmed 13 new coronavirus cases, bringing the total in their country to 18, with four of the total having died. The majority of coronavirus cases in Iran have been in Qom, a Shiite Muslim holy city, 75 miles south of the Tehran. And you hope something like that doesn't get to a big city. So the World Health Organization is is giving some updates today. And they've declared a the virus a global health emergency. Who? The World Health Organization. Who? The World Health Organization. Ah, I get it. Now, Keep in mind, Corona is now officially called COVID-19. And so far, it hasn't hit the definition of a pandemic, but people are keeping an eye on it. It has spread to over 2,000 countries. International health officials say there's little transmission on local levels outside of China right now. So That's good now. Facebook's latest pull out of a major industry conference. Uh, don't know if you know anyone in the conference industry, but right now, um, with a lot of tech products being manufactured and developed in China, a lot of American companies, tech companies, are like, you know what? I, I think we're going to miss that that trade show this year. The Mobile World Congress has officially had the whole event plugged pulled. Now, how many people go to the the mobile co- World Congress over a hundred thousand visitors a year less than two weeks before' set to hit Barcelona, marking the turning point for companies in the global battle for a new virus that 's killed more than twenty one hundred in china you 're seeing big conferences say we don 't trust that you know we're getting into the right business uh, climate when. There's a coronavirus. That's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I've heard it's going to be about 10 billion hit the U.S. tourist industry. I got to imagine it's going to be bigger than that. Coca Cola said that the coronavirus is going to drag down its first quarter earnings by a penny to two pennies. Again, not that much. It's only a penny, but when you have a billion shares, it's a billion pennies. So the company also estimates the outbreak is going to hit unit case volume by two to three percent and organic revenue by one percent. Coke's China's business accounts for about ten percent of its global volume, but less than it, but uh, less than that for its profit and revenue. But they they suck down the soda. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of volume of soda <clears throat> without a lot of profit. So that may be a good thing. All things considered, eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. So now you're seeing why Fridays are particularly stressful for Wall Street. It's the day where it's your last chance to vote with your pocketbook. Are you afraid of the market? Are you excited by the market? And you're like, well, maybe Saturday and Sunday. Like Trump's kind of saying some stuff about being the king lawmaker of the of the U.S. and Uh, maybe this weekend is not maybe there's gonna be a coup maybe there's gonna be like people are nervous going into weekends right now especially with coronavirus so know that it's not gonna be the best day typically Monday bounces back but that's good until it's not right I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more you can find me online at robblackshow.com that's robblackshow.com A lot of information about Warren Buffett. If you get a chance this weekend to Google it while you're in the hot tub or in the bathtub or uh, sleeping in, kind of acting like you're asleep, Google Warren Buffett news. Just read about him. That's your homework this weekend. I think you'll learn a lot if you do.